Hey, it's Nudia from Nudia in the Afternoons here at Pitchfork with Kaina. We are backstage, as you could tell, at Pitchfork. How are you doing? Good. It's a sweaty day. It's humid. It's very humid Chicago day. But we're out here, you know? Yeah. Out here, cute. Are you, are you ready to perform this weekend? I am. I'm super ready. I feel like my band and I have been touring this set and adding new things. And it's very prepared and very good. And we're all really comfortable and we're excited to play. Now, is this your first time performing at Pitchfork? Yes, this is my well. This is my first time solo. In previous years, I've played with Namdi and with Lala Lala, and this is my first time. I was supposed to play in 2020, and then pandemic happened. So I'm glad to be back. Well, congratulations! And you're performing a few times this weekend, right? Yes. So actually, tomorrow, Saturday, I'm performing at Talia Hall for the first time. I'm opening up for this band, Camp Cope. It's a Pitchfork after show, and then Sunday I'll play here at Pitchfork. So it's a busy weekend for you. How's it feel? Booked and busy. Does it feel good? Booked and busy. I feel I feel good. I feel excited. It, it's easy when it's in my hometown. So I'm just like, I get to go home and cuddle with my cats after this, you know? I was actually going to say, I always like to start with an icebreaker. And I remember you saying that the, the one con to traveling is that you miss your cats. Absolutely. It's really hard. They're like, I feel like my cats saved my mental health during the pandemic it forces you to take care of something else besides yourself. So it's nice playing, having all this uh, craziness this weekend because I get to go home and like relax after, so. I know, and it's just right down the street. You don't have to get on a plane or a bus. And, and plus, you know, do your friends and family, is, is it easier for them to come out when you do a show like this at home? Oh, absolutely. Like, luckily a lot of the people that I work with on a, you know, music wavelength uh, are also my best friends so every all of my best friends are going to be here this weekend and like I'm going to put them to work a little bit and then we're going to have a lot of fun um, but yeah it's it's much easier to get everyone in and have so much fun together. Speaking of put, putting them to work I think our audience last saw you and I mean a lot of people last saw you I think when I checked the video like over 160,000 people watched your NPR Tiny Desk concert from South by Southwest and you've like put so many of your people on like in there right absolutely I feel that's like my favorite thing to do is just book all my best friends who happen to be so good at their jobs too but also continue to push forward Chicago music like Kara Jackson Namdi Sen and I have been working on her debut album so it's important to me to keep upbringing people because that's how I came up in Chicago too other people would have me open for them Saba had me for his tiny desk and I just wanted to pay that forward and I always wonder this, and I think a lot of our listeners probably do too. When you watch a Tiny Desk concert, I always wonder who picks out the set, like how much time, because it was so personalized. You talked about the set and it recreating your childhood home and things. So like how, how much time did that take for you? It was actually super chaotic. Like I was in between, I was preparing for my... Uh, headlining show at the Metro and then NPR was like you have two weeks to send this in completely done so I had probably like a week and a half to put all of that together and luckily pieces from the music video like the set were still intact and stuff like that but I had to get I flew out my audio engineer like last minute he was moving back to Chicago it was like a chaotic time but we pulled it off and I think um, that video is like so full of love and full of like that Chicago hustle because everyone dropped what they were doing to go make that video. So um, usually I don't think it would happen like that, but it happened It happened during the busiest time in my life for me. Um, but it was so worth it. I'm glad we pulled it off. I know, it was so amazing. And you could just tell about, like you could, 
you felt like you were there by watching it. And I, I, I checked out the comments and everyone's like, I'm a fan now, you know? So how does that feel? It feels amazing. And like, I really, I try to put an effort in, into everything I do and like down to the little details. Cause I feel like the details are where it matters. Like I called my mom up and I was like, can you make some arepas for the table? Cause I wanted to present that for people. I asked everyone in my band to bring a charm that means something to them to put on the desk. And so it, it goes down that deep. Like I really want everyone to be a part of it and to have a piece of them in it. And it goes down to those details. And I'm glad that it, I, sometimes I feel like I overly go too hard, but then when I see it come out and when I see people's reactions, I'm like, that was worth it. That effort was worth it. And, and it's the little details that count. And so that weekend was crazy for you as well, because you're at South by Southwest. You also did our Vocalo stage. So like, how was that for you? It was really good. I think, so the video for Tiny Desk was shot before South By, so it was prepared for South By time. So luckily that didn't happen all at the same time, but on the vocal stage, it, it was good to end my first South By experience at a hometown show. So it was really special for me. I love that. And then, you know, something I wanted to talk to you about was you said that you created this album, your latest project, during the pandemic like how hard I always ask artists how hard was that because that was such a tumultuous time to find inspiration was it difficult or did it just come out of you was it organic it was super super difficult probably like the most difficult it has ever been for me to make music pretty much the first year of the pandemic I think everyone was like I'm gonna bake bread I'm gonna do this and we learned that that wasn't sustainable for us so the first year of the pandemic was truly just grappling with our new reality and I tried to write songs and I couldn't and then the title track it was a home was like the first thing I wrote in January of 2021 so I just really uh or yeah was it that or was it 22 I can't remember I don't know time anymore but <laughs> I, uh, it was really difficult and I, I think I just allowed myself for a whole year to just process my feelings so that when the new year came, I kind of had like feelings to express, but it was super difficult to pull it out of me. So I had, I had a lot of like my bandmates send me production stuff that they had already done because I really needed that extra help from my friends, for my community to get songs out. I couldn't like pull it out of myself by myself. I'm so happy that you talk about that because I think when we see people do projects during the pandemic, it's like I was just sad on my couch crying and like someone made a whole album, you know. So for your album, it was my home. I always wonder, do you have any favorite tracks or is it like children? You love them all equally or do you have a favorite? Yeah, I, I think that the title track is always going to be really special to me because it's the first track I wrote in years. Um, so that one's special to me. And what else? I think Apple is really special to me because it's I feel like it's the perfect brainchild of like Sen's production work and mine it's like this is what our brains sound like so it's a favorite of mine too awesome so like one last question I noticed on your album a lot of the songs you I, I tell artists this all the time it's so important singability to a song I feel like you listen to your song once and then by mid-song, you've caught on to the lyrics. Because, you know, the lyrics, like, you keep on repeating, like, lyrics, and it's just these beautiful sounds. And so when, you, when it comes to you creating songs, is there some detail behind there that you think about with the listener? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I feel like I'm trying to write songs that people can relate to and people can 
create meaning for themselves. Sometimes I write lyrics that are simple and I know I'm doing it on purpose because I want it to be something that someone could catch on and create their own meaning for themselves. And then I think a song like It Was A Home is like my more complex songwriting that's really specific to me. So that's, and it's, it's people still relate to it, but it's definitely not like the most singable song. So it just, just depends. I'm, I definitely think about my listener all the time and my audience all the time and how they're feeling and like what I want them to experience when I'm writing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and good luck this weekend. We'll make sure to check you out. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.